All right, let's go. We've only got 33 minutes. Yep. Much like the 33rd episode. Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. And for the last seven days, we have been playing Altoids Adventure, <laughs> the moving story of a snowboarding mint. Alto's Odyssey, the sandboarding adventure. Let me try and explain this game just a little bit. Okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Not complicated. Okay. It's an infinite runner. Yes. Um, this is the sequel to Team Alto's, Alto's Adventure, which took the mobile game scene by storm a couple of years ago. A snowstorm, if you will. <laughs> and it's pretty much a hill runner style game um, with really good mechanics and a polished design. Basically, in the game, you're a sandboarder that has to go as furthest possible doing tricks and collecting coins and jumping over ravines. But in this version, they've added some new game mechanics that allows you to do more tricks. More tricks. And ways to interact with the level like you can now jump off big hot air balloons were they in the desert that's what i want to know it's an it's an odyssey a pirate ship appears <laughs> in the desert some bunting yeah Do you know what bunting is no mm. what would you call the thing that is hanging between the balloons what do americans call that um the thing in between the balloons yeah a rope but with the little flags on rope with flags on it <laughs> okay party string <laughs> party string Hey, I love this party string you've got. <laughs> In the UK, it'd be called bunting. That's your fact of the day. British fact of the day. Bunting. All right. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, so unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> you, always, you always frequent us with random tidbits of knowledge from your country that... Completely useless. <laughs> yep. Amazes me. Well done. Well, amazes in air quotes. <laughs> the thing about this game that I liked is that it marries all of these elements together with a nice achievement system that you get from a day-to-day basis and as well as like a leveling up basis. Yeah, I liked how, yes, it's an infant runner, but it's also cleverly structured. Like it's not just keep on trying to run as, or snowboard or snow, sandboard as far as possible. Yeah. It's like, oh, you do do that, but then there's like this kind of nice stage mechanic woven right. into it. We should also explain that every run is different. Like there are always going to be some random elements that's different for every run. But it's interesting how they've programmatically tied them into like meaningful little segments. They've also included biomes, which are what different sections of the map. Uh-huh. So you start off in what's called the dunes, which is just like plain sandy area, and then you move on to yeah. Move on to your fancy sand. You move on to like the canyons, and then the temple. What else? Ha- right? What else do they make with sand? Sandstone pyramids. What else is in the desert? I don't think pyramids are actually made of sarlacc sand. <laughs> yeah, is that what that is? A sarlacc? Yeah, sarlacc is a monster that's in the sand. Yeah, mm, there you go. See, come yeah. on, a Star Wars reference. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Impressed once again. <laughs> so bunting and sarlacc. <laughs> did you play Altoids Adventure? Yeah, I did. The first one. Because mm-hmm. well, it came out like two or three years ago. Yep, I guess. And I, I played a lot of that game as well. Yeah. Um, but I found it really difficult to continue on after I've unlocked the third character. And I think those are the only characters that you're able to unlock anyway. Right. So I never never played it. I think I may have downloaded it once and gone, oh, it's an infant runner. Yeah, that's not for me. But I guess I also wasn't doing a podcast where I was forced to play it for seven days. There you go. <laughs> so I'm coming to Altoids Odyssey completely fresh. So did you... Like did my fresh you, breath. <gasps> Much like the sands of the desert, or like how the deserts miss the rain. (laughs) My brother always thought that line was like the desert's mystery. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense too. So what did you think of this game, Edwin? 
you know, I started it off and I was like, I had a trouble getting into it. I, I thought it was pretty boring. You sent me some screenshots. I was like, yeah. is this it? He's like, oh, uh, uh. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is kind of fun. I mean, hey, I played Ketchup's Rider for, you know, five days over the Christmas period. Mm-hmm. But mm, this one that sucks me in. Huh. It's definitely, it's like a bit of a slow burn. You had really pedantic issues with it. Well, I'm saving that for my bad points later. Because <laughs> everyone, everyone loves this game. Like, this is another thing that bugs me a little bit about it. It's right. like, hey, I really love Game of Thrones. You're like, well, yeah, great. So does everyone else. Like, why is this at all interesting? <laughs> does everyone like, love this game, though? A couple of podcasts I've heard mention it. They were like, yeah, it's so great. It's mm. so beautiful. But I did get sucked in. You yeah. know, I started playing it and I was really thought I might be like one or two days because, yeah, right, sandboarding, like, is this it? And then they do cleverly kind of reveal a little bit more of the mechanics and you think, oh, wait, I can I can buy a helmet to protect me when I fall in a chasm. And yeah, it's kinda, it, it did grow on me. If you're encountering this game for the first time, you might wonder, hey, should I check out Alto- Altoid's Adventure <laughs> beforehand? Yes, well, that was good. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, and my answer is no. Like, I don't think you actually need to. I think you can jump straight into this and not uh-huh. feel like you've really missed anything and enjoy what that game is kind of supposed to be. Do you think this is different enough from I, Altoid's Adventure? I do think it's different enough. I think they've added some really clever mechanics. They've also made some of the mechanics that were mandatory in the first one optional in this one. For example, in the first game, if you had like a really good combo streak, you know, your scarf gets longer to a point where like it charges this meter and all of a sudden you're in this wingsuit that you can fly around, right? Oh, nice. And that kind of defeats the purpose of you playing a, you know, a, a snowboarding game. You know, flying around with a giant scarf. Exactly. Like Doctor Who. <laughs> We're all made of stars. <laughs> I always thought that that, that ever-lengthening scarf could be quite a, quite a hazard. Get that it's, corked on it. It's like, pretty dangerous, yeah. Corn a cactus. And then that's it. Yeah. Your, your neck's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but in this game, achieving, like, getting the wingsuit is optional. You become Dawson's dad from Dawson's <laughs> Creek. <laughs> He has no neck. I don't. I don't. I don't understand the reference, but I loved your imperson- impersonation of a man with no neck. <laughs> if only I had taken a picture of that. Yeah, they just. It's a. Oh, I mean, obviously, it's such a well-made game. Like these guys know what they're doing. Right. It's so slick. Are we getting into the territory of like, if something is really good and liked by everyone, Edwin, you won't like it just to a little spite. bit. <laughs> You're that person. Where we go to a restaurant, and this restaurant is completely <laughs> known to have this dish that's like super delicious and flavorful, and everyone's ordering it. And just because everyone's ordering it, <laughs> you don't order that dish. And this is the I whole reason why we went to that restaurant. I can't be like the eighth person making the same order. Why not? I don't know. We're there it's to something experience wrong with me. it all together. I can't do it. Like, I can't be that guy. Yeah. I can't be the eighth person to, to order the... Invincible meat, what was it? Invincible meat, the mm, impossible burger. Impossible burger. Yeah, <laughs> I have I a, I have a problem. <laughs> I can admit it. It's it's your it's your cross to bear. <laughs> it's the cross eyed bear that you gave to me. <laughs> <laughs> so many misheard lyrics in this episode. Uh, okay, let's get to the three by threes. Let's get to the three by threes. So, uh, first point: great design. It's a very polished game through and through. I think everything from the gameplay mechanics to the menu system, to the way that you switch over to the Zen mode. Um, oh, did you play Zen mode? I have played Zen mode. Ah, I never did. Maybe it's, that's why I'm so angry. It's great for the kids. 
because it never stops your gameplay. Like once you fall, you just pick yourself back up and start going again. Oh. It's a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything from like the little haptics to everything was very scrutinized and just polished to a point where the unnecessary stuff were taken away and just all the additive stuff were left in there. When you fell into a canyon, you would it would wait maybe like a second and then you get like a doof and the screen would shake. Yeah. You know, yeah, little things like that. That's a good touch. Yeah. <laughs> I put the slow burn under the good points. Mm. I think other infinite runners I've sort of burnt out pretty fast on, whereas this was sort of the opposite. I thought I didn't like it to start with, but it has now grown on me. Yeah. Like the sands of time. No. Um, like the sands through an hourglass. So are so, the fine points of this game. <laughs> um, yeah, and I am still playing it and I'm enjoying it. So well done, Snowman. Snow, team Alto, Snowman. I don't, yeah, I don't know which is which. There's Team Alto, and then there's Snowman. Yeah, the same. The two two sides of the same coin. Yeah, maybe Team Alto is a subdivision of Snowman. I don't know. That focuses on Alto's adventure. Yeah, has that team made other games? Do you know? I don't know. Okay, didn't bother to check. <laughs> so my next point is that they added. And this goes to your point of like you know recommending one over the other. Like mm. normally when games have sequels, they add a lot. They add a bunch of stuff that just feels like it's too much or frivolous stuff that didn't need to be added, but just for the sake of adding it and making a sequel, they've added it to it. Whereas this game, I feel like all the all the additions were very nicely considered and polished when they're entered into the game. Even the gameplay mechanics, I think, were polished to a point where like you will feel slight differences mm. between the actual gameplay of the first one and second one and still feel like they are connected somehow because the gameplays are similar enough. I thought that was really well done. I like that, as I said earlier, it's a nice combination. They they wove the idea of stages and progression into an infinite runner in a way that I felt they didn't do very well in Charles, where you're just playing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. They did a really nice... It's not levels. or is uh, It's just... Oh, it's, it's just very well done. Yeah. It's not like you're working your way through a map, but at the same time, it's not just a endless runner. It's it like is. structured well, you know? And it's actually very smart in the way that they've done that. And... Um, this also has to do with like the different characters that you unlock. So oh, I haven't unlocked any characters. So if you reach level 10 or level 11, you unlock the next character, which plays pretty differently than the first character. Oh, interesting. So the first character would be your general Mario character, where he's just good all around, you know, just like does things pretty evenly all throughout. Like speed is okay, does spins okay, uh, and that kind of stuff. The second character you unlock moves a little slower. So sometimes if you don't time it just right, like she won't be able to make it through the ravine, mm-hmm. but she spins better. So you're able to do like tricks, like, like Mario stop tricks, right? And Luigi jump ridiculously high. <laughs> exactly. With his legs going. <laughs> In that aspect, like I love that they also tighten the achievements to the character unlock. So it's like if it knows that you're now playing with the next character, Paz, it, one of the achievements is like, oh, do a double backflip. You know, and it just like married those things really nicely. Even with the level, it's like, oh, do a wall grind. And you'd have more opportunities to do a wall grind. Like they'd come up more often. And I thought them being able to do that seamlessly was like such an uh, excellent addition. On to the bad points. On to the bad points. Okay, I'm going to jump in here because I was, oh man, I was so annoyed by the patronizing copy they've decided to use. Whenever you crash or fall into a into into a ravine, it's so oh my god, it's so annoying. I made a list of uh, of the words they've used. Actually, did I? Yes, I did. 
Watch out for that rock. Full stop. Keep an eye out for rocks. Full stop. You'll make it next time. Don't worry, crashes happen. Ah! <laughs> that was so irritating to me. I don't know why. But oh my god, uh, let's kill that straight away, please. <laughs> you know, unnecessary. Like, <laughs> Completely unnecessary. I didn't have an issue with it until you sent me that and said, <laughs> I think it's really the exclamation marks that's, that's setting me off. <laughs> and after that point, I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, it's really pissing me off. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't make it to the right, ravine. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, you'll make it next time. It's like, no sh. I can't believe none of the other reviews I've heard about this game have mentioned this. <laughs> so, yes, I could have quite happily lived without that. Yeah. There was. I, I didn't really have that much to pick about the bad points. The only thing is that it's a beautiful game. And one of the reasons why it's so beautiful is because the landscape is constantly changing mm. from like the background to like the time of day to even the weather effects. But rain was nice. Rain was really nice. And then you get sandstorms uh, and like, I don't know if fog was there, but when it's that night, it's significantly harder to play mm. because you making out where your character is versus where the rocks are that you have to jump over. Yeah. becomes really hard to distinguish. And I felt like it's significantly changing my ability to progress. Um, and I thought that was kind of unbalanced in a way that I didn't appreciate. Like, I almost wish that I can set the time of day. But I don't know mm. if that would then alter the overall experience of the game in which... The Odyssey. Yeah. That on which he's going. Or Altoed. Altoed? <laughs> yeah. Froggy Adventure. Uh, I had the same thing, actually. Like, I... Even on a even during the day, definitely starting out, it took me a while to figure out wait, what's the background and what's mm. interactive? Like this bush looks an awful lot like that rock. And one I can zoom straight past and the other one I'll get a patronizing message if I crash into. <laughs> so I mean that I guess was that's, a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Don't run over it. Yeah. I mean I guess that's that is the game, right? Being able to spot and recognize items quickly as they come up. But mm, I don't know, it felt like a little bit something about it. I would have liked them maybe to have Made 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 some like the bushes more into the background rather yeah. than seeming to be right on the trail, whereas the rocks are right on the trail. I don't know. I can tell like there is a, a struggle between keeping things beautiful and keeping things more game like. They could have easily have made the call like, "Hey, let's make this more game like and makes the rocks totally noticeable," but that would have made it ugly. Yeah, right. And I think they have a they have a pretty high focus on making this game just look gorgeous, right? So I feel like that trumped some of the gameplay elements. Yeah. Which also is like one of the biggest problems for me. Like I was very achievement driven. Of course. And sometimes. <laughs> game. <laughs> Sam, Sam plays his games like he works his career. <laughs> when when it's at night, like some of the achievement lists would come by and there's like black text on a dark um, background and you wouldn't be able to read it. I'm like, what the hell is this trying to say? Like, I did I achieve it or not? <laughs> I got one up. Oh, my gratification. <laughs> what did you think of the story? So. While there is no explicit story, mm-hmm. like I feel from the setting and the characters involved, from their costumes to the theme, I feel like there's enough there. The theme of unexplicable like, hot, hot air balloons in the desert? Yeah, like desert, you know, it's quasi-mysterious. <laughs> you get chased by lemurs. Oh man, I've not got this far. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking fact, of which, I yeah, know. we should do that. We love stats. I love stats. There's actually a stats page in the game. Stats. All right. Oh, man, so many stats. Let's, There's so many stats. For the sake of time, yep. let's um, pick 
Best distance. Best distance. 3,572 meters. 14,483. What about uh, meters traveled? Okay, 60,070 meters. (laughs) 306,649. I mean, how many birds of paradise did you spot? 95. Uh, I spotted nine. Okay. (laughs) Rocks hit. Oh, 17. 35. Uh, Let's see. Most flips without crashing. 99. Whoa! I got seven. <laughs> uh, crash landings, 37. Uh, 83. Good. Yeah. I, I, I can safely say that I've played this game a little bit more than you have. Agreed. Oh my god, I've scrolled down. There's pool skimmed. Yeah, there's tons of... Lemurs startled. Okay. <gasps> bunting flags ripped. Oh wow, 1, it's called bunting flags. Yes. It should be called bunting, but it's fine. Uh, 1,007. 3,176. I would have loved, if I'd not told you what that means, for you to have tried <laughs> to figure that out. Would you have put those two together? No, no. I would have come up with a really lewd... <laughs> yes. Before we get to our seven-day rating, Sam, I do want to ask you, you like this game. I do. You don't like Ketchup's Rider. Yeah. In which you control a car riding on a series of ramps when with one touch you jump and you yep. hold it, you do flips, and then you need to perform stunts. What is the difference to you? So it's like asking the difference between, um, I don't know, like a, a shoddily made mug <laughs> versus a nice high quality mug that has smooth edges and doesn't cut your tongue as you drink out of it. Right? It's just like... The polish that they've right. taken in the user experience is what's totally different for me. Is what makes it, yeah. Yeah, like there's nice little things like when you're doing a flip, you feel like you're actually doing a flip, even though there's no feedback that's happening. Like it feels like the movement and the timing in which the person is moving mm. feels a lot more natural than... Feels slow. With Ketchup, slow, but yeah. with Ketchup, with that writer game, like as soon as you press it, just starts moving in ways, you know, and unless you get that, the wheels to line up exactly... Mm. with the road it just crashes and the, the way it crashes is just like absolutely ridiculous it's like a, it's like a powerpoint presentation when you set something to like yeah polygon transition, transition. yeah <laughs> bloop exactly where, where this yeah. one there's like a little give you know you don't have to exactly match up the angle but you still feel like you landed it right yeah and it's just like the polish and actual considerations of the the experience that makes the difference I think that's a very good answer. Final seven-day rating. Seven out of seven. Hey, is this a double seven again? It is not. I played it six because I did miss at the beginning. I see. I wasn't instantly captivated and it took me a while to kind of get into it. Understandable. So, yeah. um, But two weeks in a row. That's the seven for you, Sam. Yeah. Hmm. Just shows how good this rating system is. Yeah. Let's see if I can change that. So I do recommend this game. I do feel like it's totally worth the money. We didn't even talk about the ads aspect, but oh. obviously you're paying for it, so there's no ads. Uh, it is a little bit pricey, four ninety nine for a game, but I think it's totally worth it. Sam, you have seven days to play. Criminal case colon save the world exclamation point. Oh no! Crime scene investigation game by Pretty Simple Apps. Oh, Investigate hundreds of crime scenes. Save the world. Okay. Examine point. clues found in the crime scenes. Analyze. Clues in the, in the laboratory. Interrogate witnesses and suspects. Arrest the killer and solve the case. What made you pick this game? It looked really sh- 
And we've had two seven days in a row. Okay. So. I guess that's a pretty good reason. <laughs> it is number 172 in the adventure charts right yeah, now. Yeah, these kind of games are super popular. Um, we'll get to the bottom of this. Oh, ding, ding. Join a world-class police team and travel the globe to solve a series of murder cases in this captivating hidden object adventure game. That's it. I'm yeah. reading the rest of it. <laughs> Looks pretty stupid. All right. Looking forward to it. <laughs> no, um, things of the week. My thing of the week is a couple of sci-fi TV shows I've been kind of binging. Not necessarily recommendations, but if you're in mm. the mood for some sci-fi stuff, first one, Altered Carbon. On Netflix. On Netflix is, you know what? It's like a B minus. Like it's a solid, fine sci-fi show. If you're into Blade Runner, that whole aesthetic. Mm. Watching uh, Asian man in a white man's body for 10 episodes. Yeah, check it out. Interesting. <laughs> yes. I won't check it. That just intrigued me. But yeah, you know, it's a solid show. We kind of binged it in, la- in, the, in a week. It was fun. It was fun. But I'm, it's not like I'd go out and tell my friends, you have to watch this. But I would put it in a podcast. And a quick second one, which is actually better and enjoying a lot more, is, believe it or not, another Marvel TV show. Oh my goodness. Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. Sell me on this. This... This is the closest I've got to a Buffy-esque hmm. show. Like It is nothing like the dreary, dark, morose Netflix shows that might do with Marvel. Iron Fist and all that dark. Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah it's, just, it's a very good show. All right. Enjoyable. Check it out if you have Hulu. You've sold me with Buffy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my thing of the week is, we reviewed this uh, some episodes back, is <laughs> Returner <laughs> 77. Aha, the angel, the aliens who love crystals. Yeah, the crystal aliens. They're back in the same game. If you download it again, it's actually going to have 30% more content. Whoa. With new chapters. I think like two more big chapters in there. Guest starring Billy Crystal. (laughs) Yeah. Soundtrack by Crystal Method. (laughs) And so do check it out. So they sent me some codes as well. Oh, nice. So we have some codes to give away. If you tweet us at 7 Days to Play with the words... Gimme codes. Crystal meth. We might yep. send you some codes. So I'll check it out and I'll report back next week. Great. Sam, you have seven days to play because criminal I'm investigation be <laughs> game rather than this game. <laughs> criminal case colon save the world exclamation point. Cool. Play along with us at home and tweet us any game suggestions you may have at seven days to play. And follow us on Instagram at seven days to play. Spotify, search for seven days to play. Don't email us. Seven days to play.